Welcome to the YPO Leadership Development Network's Leader of Leaders podcast series, hosted by Dr. Terrence Kamal. We engage in open discussions with our YPO members who share their leadership journeys, experiences, and lessons. We discuss everything from leading startups and family businesses to international multi-million dollar entities. We engage in informed discussions that include the successes, failures, struggles, and trade-offs in their journey. Hi, this is Terence Kummel, and I'm in the great company of Mark Hamill, the chapter chair of the UK regional chapter. Mark, thank you for making the time. Pleasure, Terence. Absolute pleasure. Great having you, Mark. I know, we, you know, as the Leadership Development Network, we've been trying to have this conversation for a while, and I think it's, 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 it's about time that people are aware of the work you do. So thank you for being here. No, like I said, a real pleasure and uh, delighted to have the conversation today. Great. Mark, tell me a bit about your professional history, both in YPO and outside. Yeah, I love the use of the word professional, Terence. I mean, we'll use that in, in all its uh, liberty. Um, I fell into uh, the world of executive search 20 years ago on April Fool's Day, 1999, and um, have been in it in different forms ever since. So I was lucky to actually build a business, um, did a management buyout on that business, did a sale to private equity on that business, all things without being in YPO, I probably would have never been able to do. Um, so I've gone from being um, a hired gun to being an entrepreneur, um, to selling that business and to starting again. So my 12-year voyage within YPO has been full of you know, ups and downs, lots of insight, lots of learnings, and lots of shared experience. Yeah. Um, so executive search people is the space I've been in. Um, my YPO experience, I've been a member of two chapters. So Europe One, uh, the regional chapter, uh, the London chapter, and then got asked uh, last year to set up a new UK chapter. Um, you know, YPO is amazing. If you uh, if you are known to say yes to certain initiatives, uh, you tend to get asked again. Um, and for me, YPO has given so, so much um, that, look, I, I'm always happy to to help, you know, two feet in, ask questions later. Fantastic. I think that's the typical dedication that people have into YPO because of so much value we get from it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, it is, the more you give, the more you, it's absolutely that, Terrence. I mean, you're absolutely right. The more you give, the more you get. The more open you are, the more transparent you are, um, the more you receive. Um, it's, that's the currency of YPO. Absolutely. Amazingly, you know, I've been in YPO a couple of years and every single YPOer that creates phenomenal value, which means that most people, that's exactly what yeah. you hear. The more you put yeah. in, the more you're going to get out because of the, yeah. the nature yeah. of the organization. Look, I went out, um, I joined in 2009. So I'd just taken over as CEO of a business I was running. Um, so, you know, the typical hired gun. My twin boys were born that same year. And um, YPO was introduced to me. You know, I'd never heard of it before. And then suddenly it's all around you. Yeah. Um, and I always felt, you know, that tap on the shoulder, that person or that member who told me about it, you know, absolutely changed my life. I still remember that conversation, that coffee. But I remember going out to, it was the year of the Denver GLC. Um, and I went, out, I don't think I'd even been trained on forum. I mean, I was, it was so soon after joining, I just said, yeah, I mean, look, absolutely. I'd love to go, yeah. you know, cash in on my new member voucher, <laughs> you know, pack my bag, head out to Denver, Colorado. And get to meet, you know, other YPOs. I thought, oh my God, like my 
my business is so small. I mean, we just were above the qualifying criteria. I was what, like 33. Um, you know, I'm sure all these like big shot guys are going to be out there. Who's going to want to talk to little old me? And uh, I just couldn't. I was so swept away with the humility, the openness, the kindness. Um, I mean, I spent most of my time sitting at a bar, but uh, <laughs> surrounded by other YPOers and uh, just getting brought to all these amazing events and conversations. And look, the openness, I, I mean, I still find like staggering how, you know, people talk about the, the NAR, like the no asshole rule. And for me, I thought there was going to be just too many people there, too many egos. And like I said, the level of humility, uh, the, the absolute lack of assholes was just overwhelming. I mean, people were so nice, so kind, so welcoming. Yeah. Um, I, I fell in love with it there and then. You know, talking to that, Mark, very briefly, I had the same experience at my first GLC more recently at Singapore and got up to the roof You on, on the Marina Bay Sands and I yeah. meet a guy by the name of Ahmed, who is absolutely amazing. Ahmed Petodia, I think he's still on the board. Great friend yeah. of mine now. And he introduced me to this guy called Pascal. And he yeah. says, go and meet our chair. And in my mind, yeah. being the, the novice I was, I said, oh, cool, nice, nice hosting the event, thinking he's a Singapore chapter chair. <laughs> not figuring two days later he's the incoming global no, no. chair <laughs> but it was such an amazing time because it was just sort of hey cool welcome to the family and keep going yeah yeah absolutely absolutely i mean the the the, the reach outs the connections the, the like i said for me it's you know a community that cares and um you know and that's going to lead us on to where we're going to talk in the conversation nicely terrence i think about the transitions piece but you know ypo genuinely does care and i think it's you know care from the 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 administrative side, you know, the guardians or custodians of YPO and the members, and together that can make you know an unbelievable force that can you know positively affect people's lives. So indeed, indeed. So Mark, moving on to the current circumstances, the COVID crisis, how has that impacted yeah. or affected you in, in in your various roles? Well, I mean, I actually thought like even if I look at as you know my role as a chapter chair. Um, I really thought, look, renewals, and we're a new chapter. Membership drive is going to be severely impacted. But again, you know, working closely with Arlene and Paul and the membership team, Patrick, I mean, you just see the need for, you know, peer-to-peer -peer community, people who can share your pain is actually greater at times of crisis than when things are good. So we've actually found, you know, uh, renewal rates are, you know, almost 100%. Um, wow. I have to check it. a few days ago, the, the, the book's closed, but I'll, I'll get a latest update, but <laughs> you know, we literally had every member renew and, um, and new members are, are still coming in. So look, I think the, the, the need for YPO now at times of crisis is even greater. Yeah. And they're the honest conversations I'm having with prospects kind of on a day to day basis. Um, from my, my business, which is still in, in executive search. Look, I mean, to differing degrees, so many businesses have either, you know, been affected massively, you know, uh, largely, slightly, uh, or there's an opportunity for them to, uh, to scale and, and exponentially grow. Um, but that's definitely the smaller category. Yeah. So, so many people have been affected in terms of executive hiring. Look, if I talk to colleagues at Corn Ferry or Spencer Stewart, Search firms are down anywhere between 30 and 50% on revenues. Um, 
you know, again, depending on which sectors you focus on, but the large five, top five global search firms are, you know, clearly the bellwethers of the industry. And, um, you know, it, there's a massive impact there. I mean, we're, as a business, less focused on the corporate space and more focused on the small to mid-size like growth business. And there's more opportunities there. You know, we still see uh, ample growth opportunities, ample need for succession talent where we focus. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough world out there. And, and clearly from a, a candidate point of view, a lot of people have personally been affected. So. And, and now on the topic of con- career transition leading on from COVID, because many people are going to either pivot to new opportunities, pivot to what they're doing or supplement their professional skills and income. Where, yeah. where do you see the opportunities for YPOs and people outside in the career yeah. transition space? Look, I, I think there's, um, you know, YPO as a community, if it can embrace even on a global needs and leads uh, level, there's opportunity there for YPOs to help other YPOs. Yeah, I mean, purely on awareness. Look, I have a need here. We're running a tech business out of New York. We're looking to scale in Asia. Is there any YPO tech people in Asia who could kind of help? Yeah. So look, there's, there's so many opportunities out there. It's, you know, the support that YPO has in place for those kind of opportunities and connections is decent, but, you know, it needs to go from like good to great. And that's the leap and the step change that we hope we can kind of help be a catalyst for. So I think there's, and even if you look at, kind of that's actively within YPO, then you look at the, the network of YPO individual members and the needs coming through that network. So I think there's, there's greater pooling of resources, there's greater awareness and greater leveraging and sharing of information if it can be captured correctly um, that we can affect you know, members' lives. Yeah. And I think it is essentially that, Terrence, that you know, if through these initiatives you know, we can positively affect the life of one member, then it's all been worthwhile. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, we've had, since we set up um, transitions back in March um, as a you know, response to COVID, I mean, we've had, or I've had like personal calls with members all over the world who are going through incredibly difficult situations. Um, you know, people who entered career transition pre-COVID, uh, thinking, look, they'll take a few months off and get back in the job market in February, March. You know, holy shit, like the world <laughs> has changed completely. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you left your job in September last year and we're going to like take it easy until December and kickstart your search in January, February, you know, if you didn't get anything, then, you know, you're now, you know, approaching a year um, right. unengaged, unemployed. So, and, and that's the truth and the reality for a lot of YPO <laughs> members. Yeah. So, through no direct cause of their own, um, you know, uh, the situation has completely changed. So how we can, you know, be there to support them. And we look at kind of support in two ways. So one, you know, creation of transitions forums um, where members get that kind of emotional forum type support and the other through kind of learning with leadership development, how we can help on a tactical level, members understand, you know, there are, tips and techniques and tools you can use to improve your visibility, to be present in the market. There's the employment services network in YPO where there are recruiters, there are executive search members. So how this community together can be enhanced to create something powerful um, for the benefit of members. 
I mean, like I said, I deal on a, on a weekly basis with members who, you know, inherited a family business, uh, never written a CV, uh, suddenly out of that family business, you know, what do I do? It's 20 years later. Yeah. Um, I sold my business two years ago. You know, I had a fantastic time. I'm now looking to go again. You know, how do I do it? Yeah. I mean, I got, you know, it's terrible to say I got lucky. I mean, everybody's worked their ass off to achieve what they've achieved, but how do I go again now in this marketplace? Or I'm looking to develop a um, advisory, uh, non-executive board career. You know, how do I embark on that? And, you know, we've seen so many powerful stories of members, you know, all over the world that uh, I, I honestly believe through the network of YPO, we really can affect uh, the lives of, of members further. So, Indeed, indeed. Mark, you mentioned something important. You know, we covered the executive portion and now obviously the side of non-executive advisory. Where do you see the value or the potential value we could create as a sub-network in the leadership yeah. development network in this transition phase? Because yeah. I, for one, have a personal interest in the non-executive role yeah. to supplement what I'm doing without yeah. necessarily changing what I do in an executive role. Yeah. How would how would one speak to that? And I think you're you're absolutely in a sweet spot of many, many YPOers there, Terrence. I mean, that is, we've seen now kind of since COVID, this creation or evolution of this kind of CEO advisory gig economy. Yeah. So forget about gig economy for Uber Deliveroo. I mean, this is the gig economy for CEOs, for advisors. Yeah. For non-executives, people who can add value. So we look at the amount of conversations I've had kind of since March from you know, CEOs, chairmen of firms, of private equity funds, where they're saying, look, Mark, we're not in a position to hire a new CEO or replace our COO, but we need to pivot, we need to change, we need advice in this, we need to enter new markets. Who could you connect me with who could, you know, help us, you know, decide upon or advise on this transition, this stream, um, this pivot we need to do? So, we absolutely see a massive need for kind of advisory um, non-executive consulting that people can absolutely use to supplement what they're doing to gain in diversity uh, and to have fun with it. And look, I mean, there's a lot of YPOs out there who are doing a lot in that space. So I think there's a, again, a community to be lent upon. There's resources there and um, there's a lot of shared learning. And not only that, there's a lot of actionable items and to-dos we can enable to happen um, within the community. Correct. Correct. You spoke about positioning, Mark. Tell me more about that, yeah. about being able to position and package what you do, because you may be really good at something that you do well and have no yeah. idea how to package that to a potential client in, yeah. in, in future value. Yeah. And there's maybe a few things on that. I mean, we've looked at you know, a lot of the classic, you know, how to become a board member, um, you know, uh, you know, you, you never want to denigrate anybody, but like you look at Harvard, London Business School, INSEAD, there's some amazing courses out there. But again, I can only go on, on I'm only sharing my experience, Terrence, sure. that a lot of the courses that are out there tend to try to help people or give them an aspiration to be on, you know, large public boards. I mean, that's what they're teaching, methodology, how you develop a board career for, you know, a Unilever or a Microsoft or a, a BP, which to be honest, for as amazing as YPO members are, that's there's a whole different career path to achieving that. And if you're not already on it, you can never really get there. But there is an amazing amount of 
small to mid-sized growth businesses, CEOs who are out there feeling lonely and feeling exposed and feeling they need to have, you know, advisors, um, mentors, uh, board members, non-executives who can give them that, you know, inside experience. If it's market knowledge, if it's um, functional expertise, um, geographical insight. Um, so I think as an executive, if you're looking to plot that out, you know, there's a few paths you can take. I think it is all about, you know, we look at getting that first non-executive experience is almost the most critical. So getting the first one is the hardest, you know, then it can kind of snowball because then you, you know, build a bit of a reputation circles that are out there. You know, if you're on a board, it's easier to get recommended to another board. So there is, you know, the first one is the hardest one. So that's the one where you got to sweat the most. Yeah. Um, and I think getting that, there's a few tips and techniques you can use uh, to do it. But I think, again, you know, YPO is in an amazing place to help people um, develop the skills, to understand what it's like, to add impact, add value to a board. Um, and it can be just about, you know, having the right narrative, making sure you're visible enough, making sure you're in touch with the right people to get that opportunity. So, Mark, as, as take-homes to our peers, two, three key points for executive and non-executive roles. What should they be doing right now in the midst of this, this turmoil and pandemic? I think you need to be able to manage what you're doing right now. So look, like in, in your case, if you're in a role, then look, there's, there's time constraints that you may have. Um, if you're not in a role, um, then I genuinely believe you should be talking to, you know, 15 to 20 people a day. Yeah. You should be really maximizing your network. It is all about getting, um, conversations with decision makers, with influencers, with chairman, with CEO, um, you know, your visibility or lack of is going to be the reason why you're being approached for roles or the reason why you're not being approached for certain roles. Um, the noise you need to make and, you know, bearing in mind now, uh, you know, looking at LinkedIn, um, uh, recruitment um, firms, there is so many candidates out there. It's how can you be distinct? How can you, you know, rise above everybody else? So I think there's, you know, a thought leadership, original content piece that you could be pushing out on platforms like LinkedIn. Um, there's a personal reach out and reconnect that you can be doing. I mean, we look at, um, I mean, I think Corn Ferry had the stats a couple of years ago looking at as a C-suite executive. So again, for most YPOers, your next role, there's a 20% chance it'll come through a search firm. There's 80% chance it'll come through your network or your network's network. So you need to play both sides. Yeah, It only takes one role or one or two opportunities, like you said, to get the board role. So Make sure you know the relevant headhunters like in your space, in your geographical area or your functional or um, business area. Um, but really getting in touch with your, making sure your network and your network's networks knows what you're capable of doing. Um, that will be 80% the likelihood of the source of your next role. And that can simply be a reach out or reconnect with, you know, when you were starting in your corporate career 20 years ago, um, the person who was managing that business or board members of those businesses, you know, look back through your career. If you can imagine the, the business cards we all used to have before everything went like virtual, go yeah. through your Rolodex, you know, mentally go through your LinkedIn contacts, see who 
you, you, or maybe didn't even know you, but you knew, but they'll know that, look, if you were successful in GE or in Microsoft or Google, you know, you have what it takes, a certain DNA there. So reaching out to that network, people who were, you know, one, two, three levels above you, removed from you, reconnecting. Um, I mean, what I found the nice thing over the last six months, more than ever, people want to talk. I mean, people are open to talk. Everybody's going through, you know, um, certain levels of pain. Like we said, the degrees differ, but there's more and more this need to talk and communicate than ever before. You know, going back, you know, eight, nine months ago when things were good and things were, you know, old normal, um, people were busy. People were racing around, catching flights, eating meals. Uh, you know, uh, people were busy. People are super busy now, but people are more exposed. And, and we found that exposure has led people to be much more open to talk. So, you know, find your in, you know, find a subtle message to reach out, to get in touch, to rebuild or, you know, reconnect and, you know, talk. I mean, explain to people, you know, ask for, you know, guidance or shared experience on, look, I'm, starting my board career, or this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I can do. You know, if you come across anything or anybody I should talk to, you know, uh, getting plus ones into your network is, is super important. And, you know, plot something out. It's almost like you've got to be market fit. If you want to get your six pack, you know, Hey, well, we can't hit the gym these days, but you got to be out on your bike or out like panning the streets. You know, if you want to get your board rolls, um, you got to be making the calls. Yeah. You got to be connecting. Yeah. Exactly. Mark, this has been absolutely fantastic. And for anyone else listening into this conversation, I think the new career transitions network is going to be an amazing place that Mark and the rest of the team will host us through our leadership development network. So Mark, thank you for the time. Thank you for the conversation. And we look forward to engaging with the rest of our YPOs and non-YPOs who would like to explore membership to participate in the career transitions process and understanding what the dynamics are in the space. Terrence, it's been a real, real pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. Lovely chatting on this one, Mark. Thank you for joining us. In the next show, we share more insights and discussions with members in the YPO Leadership Development Network's Leader of Leaders podcast series.